0: Moon City Order, new episode, another anthology. With me this week, uh, Matt is going to be back, I promise. But with me this week are Raymond and Plus One or? Plus One. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is new, so okay. for her. So
1: no worries. <laughs> What's up? Nothing much, man been chilling yeah yeah it's good nice yeah just enjoying some of it's starting to get hot which is not fun but you know
0: i have been waiting for the warm weather like ready to go swimming and shit. but i don't want it to be hot enough where like it's uncomfortable Mm. i don't know i go back and forth with like the weather yeah because like i can do like the i like the cold but i don't like the overcast and then i like the heat so that i can go swimming but I don't like it to where it's too hot. We're like, it's just unbearable. Yeah. So I don't know what to do.
1: No, Nicole's been waiting. Uh, uh, for everybody out there, uh, my girlfriend Nicole's joining uh, us on this episode today. Isn't that right?
2: Yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here's this microphone in front of your face. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: she enjoys the hot weather, though. Uh, she loves getting her tan on in the in the pool. So, all right?
2: Yes. yes. I'm ready to get my tan on. Yeah
0: yeah no it's fun but it just yeah you know like i said when it gets too hot we're like the inside of the car is hot and then just you know turn on the air conditioner and all the hot air is kind of yeah no but um this weekend is mad monster which is a um, convention in arizona i don't know if you guys saw the picture but bill mosley posted a picture of lance hendrickson do you guys know who lance hendrickson is
1: I'm better with faces than I am with names. He
0: played Bishop in Alien. Yeah, the yeah, guy the, from Pumpkinhead. The,
1: uh, Pumpkinhead. Uh, yeah, the, um, he was in something else. I can't remember. But yeah, yeah.
0: So he's Bill Mosley. Bill? No, I don't think so. Not
1: British. I always thought he had an accent.
0: Bill Mosley took a picture of him and Robert England drinking at a hotel bar. Well, oh, that must be in just- Arizona, and I was like. How convenient. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I saw that Robert England was going to be at a, uh, another Horicon in Arizona. So that was very disappointing to not have that little experience in Pasadena because uh, he had said that, you know, he was running late. And then like an hour later, it's like, oh, no, I have COVID. It was yeah. like. Uh, make up your mind. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. For those I think who listen to your show are really uh, familiar, or are already familiar with the uh, the whole the monster palooza, monster palooza incident, kerfuffle, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So incidents. Very disappointing for us. I think, uh, yeah, that was the biggest thing. It's like, make up your damn mind, man.
0: <laughs> one of the um, one of the new friends we've made on the podcast, uh, Dirty, Dirty Freaking Joe. We met him. You met him at the red carpet yeah. for uh, Cannibal Canyon. Uh, yep. The
1: uh, no, I don't want to say mo- the uh, Mohawk Mohawk yeah. yep yep yep
0: yeah. um so he was there at Monster Palooza as well he was supposed to be um they had bought a photo op him and his wife and then like they were super bummed out that's actually like how he and I started like to hit it off is like we started sharing with each other on Instagram like our um disappointment yes <laughs> that is the word that I will go with regarding robert england and then like we just started talking from there so him and his wife drove out yesterday after work from they live um well i don't want to say where they live but they live far from here Mm -hmm. and they drove out to arizona spent the night last night they have their photo op with him today and then try to get him his autograph and they try to meet him and then they're going to drive back and they have work tomorrow. I was like, damn.
1: When you're a fan, you're a fan. No,
0: for sure. It's just I really hope that they get to like meet him right, because the photo op is something different, right? right so like, yeah. you just go, you take your photo, and you get go. the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then meeting him and getting the signature and his autograph and all that stuff um, is a little different. However, I did talk to somebody. I don't remember what capacity it was or where I was or what, but somebody said that they had met him at a con before and his autograph was like a hundred bucks. Oh my God. And I was like, fuck, yeah. that's a lot of money, man.
1: When you're a super celebrity,
0: well, but like, you don't, you don't need that. When you're Robert no. England, you don't need to charge a hundred dollars per autograph.
2: The, the girl that comes on uh, Rob Zombie's um, Halloween. Jerry Moon Zombie? No, 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 uh, no. Michael's sister. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kyle met her at... Uh,
0: um, Scout, right? Scout. Uh, at, I follow her on Instagram.
2: Like, at con. the first creepy con, right? So, where it was, like, dead, like... And no yeah, yeah, like, yeah. She yeah. was charging 80 bucks. Yeah. For, like, a, what, an autograph and yeah. a picture or something? So, I mean, $100 for Robert England. Like, yeah, he doesn't need it, but it sounds reasonable compared to, like, the $80 Scout was charging when she's not in a lot of things now, right? Or no?
1: Well, I can see, like, the... the Her charging the $80 because she's probably not in a lot of things, so you know, she wants to rack it in. But where I think Paul's saying is like Robert England has money and probably doesn't need to be charged. Well, the
0: assumption is he has, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the assumption (laughs) for everybody is with actors, right?
1: Is like all actors are rich, but then you find out they only did, you know, know, a little part or they they made only a little bit of money or the llama made more money in Napoleon Dynamite (laughs) than (laughs) Napoleon Dynamite did, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But, yeah, he could probably drop the price just a little bit, especially yeah. because he'll have so many people.
2: Well, his well, photo op was, what, 150
0: One Yeah, something yeah. something about there. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, yeah, he can drop it. He don't need it.
0: To me, it's a volume <laughs> thing, right? Like, maybe you charge more because you don't anticipate as many, so, like, I'm going to make it up mm-hmm. on the amount. Whereas, like, you're Robert England. I would imagine the majority of the people are just here mm-hmm. to meet you. So, like... Maybe you could drop it because you're gonna have more people. Yeah, you know? he's
1: like, or I don't drop it, and I make all this money anyways.
0: Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that, just like Disneyland, true.
1: if I if people want to if people want to go, they will pay whatever price I ask. So
0: yeah, it's like um, it's like gasoline, right? Like, I bet if I opened up a gas station and charged like fifty cents less than every other gas station. I'd get a ton of cars in, right? Yes. So I'd make it up on the volume. But here's the thing. People got to buy gas, so they're going to buy it anyway, so that's, I might as well charge you the extra Costco 50 gasoline,
2: cents. of gasoline because people will line up. Oh, like yeah. A hundred percent. So, yeah. Because yeah, they're,
1: about, they're about 10 cents or, you know, ten, twenty 20 cents, 30 <laughs> cents cheaper. So, yeah. I'm one of those people that... Yeah. I will wait five hours to get my gas because fuck waiting uh, two minutes and there spending an extra 30 cents.
0: <laughs> so... Dirty freaking Joe, if you're out there listening, man, I hope everything went well for you. Um, and then just kind of spoiler alert, he and I are looking to do an episode together because he um, was in another Sean Heights movie that is yet to come out. It's called Area, Area 5150. 50. And he he did a music video for that. Right. So, the music video is getting ready to come out um, and we want to talk about that. We want to showcase it. We want to highlight all that stuff. So um, the distance between he and I, like we live far apart from each other. So um, I'm trying to find like a, a place in the middle. Um a venue for him to for us to meet and do all that stuff. But yeah, more to come on that. Later.
1: Let's get sponsored by Starbucks. I'm sure they'll be fine with that. <laughs> Free Wi-Fi and cappuccinos on us if you spawn if you if you say our name a couple times. Charge extra for no ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Starbucks, where we charge for
0: no ice. So um I'll do some housekeeping real quick. Um let's see. What do we got coming up? So we got the interview with Dirty Freaking Joe coming up. Um, And then I think that's kind of it. Um, Matt is making a return. So the next few episodes will be with Matt. And then um, I think Son of Monster Palooza is in October in Burbank.
1: I'm sorry, Son of Monster Palooza? Yeah. Is there going to be like a bride of Monster Palooza? Uh,
0: maybe. Son of
1: Monster Palooza?
0: Yeah, and I'm thinking about going because um, the Raimi brothers are going to be there, mm, Sam Raimi and Ramey. Ted Raimi. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I would love to meet Sam Raimi. Like, I was thinking about getting a poster for. Um, Everybody has Evil Dead posters, yeah. right? So we did an episode on this show for, in what was the name of the movie? Intruder, the grocery store one. Oh. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. You don't listen. It's fine.
1: I do listen to the show. Uh, just not that one. I found the one that yeah. you don't listen when to. When did me. you drop it?
0: A while ago.
1: Give me a synopsis of this uh, really quickly.
0: Um, it's the last shift at like a grocery store. Because they're getting ready to close it. And then uh, this guy breaks in and starts killing everybody. I may not have heard that one. Uh, I just heard the Last ooh. Shift one, though. That one
1: I I heard. I
0: got a lot of feedback on Last Shift. Yeah, that
1: was a great yeah. one. I actually want to. I was thinking about uh, taking a day or a night that Nicole and I can watch it because it sounded good.
0: The movie's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, should, yeah. yeah, yeah
1: it's, it's the that. way you broke it down sounded great. And then um, I saw a clip.
0: But yeah, uh, Intruder is also very good and fun. And it's cool because, like, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, Sam Raimi and like you know the original Evil Dead stuff and like the way they do. Wait, their effects. is
1: this the one where the guy gets uh, split open by the meat uh, cutter? Or yeah, yeah, okay. Then I did see that. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah, listen yeah. to that yeah, one. Yeah. So it just takes me a while. His to get brother back to
0: was uh, it. Ted Raimi, who yeah, played yeah. Uh, Produce Joe. Okay, yeah, I do remember this episode. Yeah, he's though. the one that got the knife in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. He was eating the watermelon, and he was chewing it like it was cud. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. So they're gonna be there. So I figure I get a, um, a, a the poster of Intruder. And have both of that them sign cool. that. That would be dope. Yeah. Um, and then Elvira's supposed to be there. Cassandra Peterson. Mistress of the dark. But she's. Or the, mistress of the night. She's only going as herself. She's not showing up as Elvira. It says it in the call, like, only showing up as herself. I was like, eh, it's kind of uh,
1: whack. No. You, that's. I'm going to show up as myself. So no questions about Elvira at this con.
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying no questions. Oh, you mean
1: she's not going to dress up?
0: correct she will not be dressed so like remember how um what's his name the dude that plays um art the clown he did his photo ops as like himself yeah and then he also did photo ops as art the clown Oh, i didn't know that and so yeah so uh, cassandra peterson she's just showing up as cassandra peterson she will not be in elvira outfit which is like eh, it's kind of a bummer yeah it is which i mean I get maybe if like you're burnt out on it, but like also if you're touring right. because of it, then I don't know I yeah, I would love to like take a picture with Elvira. that'd be cool. dress as Elvira, yeah yeah, yeah Elvira.
1: the only time again, it's kind of like um those people that's just like I only know you as this like I only know you as this character So every time you mention her name, it's just always
0: back at Elvira. Tell me something else that she's done where she's not Elvira. oh wait. <laughs> yeah you're never gonna get that from me well no, that's what I'm saying like if 99% of your IMDB page is Elvira, is Elvira then like yeah. you can't be mad for people recognizing you and only wanting to see you as, as Elvira. Elvira exactly so, Yeah. an uh, uh, acceptable answer would have been uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure oh she yeah she played one of the biker mamas
1: yeah that's right she was in the uh, mm-hmm.
0: oh she was also in the new Munsters but I don't know too many no, people. I saw don't. That. I, I pass on that. that's all. She was also in an episode of The Goldbergs, but guess what character she played? Elvira. That was like, <laughs> "Oh, Elvira." <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, okay, so yeah. Okay, so got one or two more um interviews coming. And then Matt's making his return. And then maybe Son of Monster Palooza. So yeah.
1: Where, I'm sorry if I may have miss this really quickly. Where is that being held again? Burbank. Burbank. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think Peter mentioned it to me. The kid from um I didn't see it didn't it didn't say uh, son of Monster Palooza, but it was Monster Palooza and Burbank. Uh Eddie from the original uh it is gonna be there. The oh, older yeah. version mm-hmm, though, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was
0: showing that to me. Here, I'll just... I'll give you the full rundown. So, Sam Raimi's gonna be there. Cassandra Peterson. Uh, Corey Taylor. I don't know. Are you guys metal fans? Slipknot?
2: I was like, that name sounded familiar. Just processing.
0: Yeah, he's... Uh, he's from the band Slipknot. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Moving on. Uh, Ted Raimi uh, is gonna be there. Uh, Ola Ray, She was the the girl from uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um... Adam Green, not sure I know who that is. Sybil Danning, who's from Chained Heat, The Howling Two, Grindhouse, Hercules, Battle Beyond the Stars. Bill Mosley's gonna be there. Now here's what I was thinking. This is another reason why I was gonna go because I forgot about this. I think it would be dope to print out the picture that we took with Bill Mosley, bring him the bag of popcorn, and get that autographed.
1: That'd be a nice way to like, yeah get a kick I think he'd get a kick out of that
0: he's there all weekend so if you want to go on Sunday how
1: much other tick when is this
0: uh t- 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 October we have something in October, something or now. another we can
1: figure that out but if you give me the dates and it, it lines up with what we can do then uh, then I think that would be kick-ass to, to go yeah well, we'd and have to get him like, some really good popcorn We'd and have to go to like, like AMC. 35 bucks.
0: yeah uh long. no some like some of that popcornopolis stuff
1: not kettle corn, right? But like popcorn.
0: Yeah. Well, Popcornopolis is the the place at Universal City Walk. Yeah. And they sell it in the store, so you can get like uh, the Zebra popcorn, which is like chocolate on it and stuff.
1: Yeah. Like, no. The kettle corn, I'm not a fan of. I had a bad experience with kettle corn at Popcornopolis.
2: Featuring cheddar corn. So. Yeah. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever
1: combine caramel and cheddar corn together in one bag. Ugh, oh,
0: gross. Um, okay, so W. Earl Brown is going to be there. He's from Scream, Something About Mary. I don't remember who he was And oh, Something yeah. About Mary. Ed Begley Jr., who was uh, in Better Call Saul, Cat People, This is Spinal Tap, Tells from the Grip. I also remember him from uh, Pineapple Express. He was um, Seth Rogen's girlfriend's dad.
1: Oh, yeah, Amber Heard. Uh, yeah, That's Amber right. Heard's yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Joanna Cassidy, uh, Dennis Christopher, that's the guy you're talking about. Eddie from um, it, Betsy Baker from the Evil Dead. So, there's a bunch of like, uh, Evil Dead people who's who are gonna be there. Oh,
1: I like that's the dude from uh, the um, Weird Science,
0: yes, yeah, as it says there, yeah. weird yeah. science. yes, <laughs> Vernon Wells, thank you, uh, <laughs> Felicia Rose is gonna be there, um. I also would like to go to try to meet her because she is also in Area 5150, I believe. Oh, Sean, I'm sorry oh. if I got that wrong. And so Sean knows her. Yeah. And then Sleep the guy I you know. just did an episode with, um, Kevin from uh, Midnight, uh, Midnight Terrorist Podcast, Th- that's like his favorite. Like wow. that's his dream interview. So um, So there's. I'm wondering reasons. if there's a way that I can like... Make that happen. I told okay. Kevin it'd be awesome if like we could book Felicia for an interview and then like yeah. do kind of like a dual episode where like we just interview her yeah, and then like that'd be cool. he posts his and I post mine. So that'd yeah, I be feel I cool.
1: like I feel like a lot of these actors or actresses would be open to the idea, you know. I mean at a price, but I mean You know, maybe, you know, out of the kindness of the heart, they'll, uh, oh, there's a whole sleepaway camp. uh, Well, yeah. Yeah. So she's,
0: you know, she's the main person from uh, sleepaway camp. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. Maybe we can make something happen. Definitely in that sense. Okay. So that's a very long way. Let's see. uh, Of getting into what we're actually talking about today, um, which is a movie that you brought to me, which... Has me kind of second guessing myself, because it's an anthology, and I just did an anthology review with the guys from uh, Midnight Terrors podcast. Which is that um, Campfire Tales? Um, There's a night. I don't have you heard this week's oh, episode? Uh, this, this week's no. It's the one that was out this week. Um, but I I was telling him, I was telling Kevin, that I'm not usually a fan of anthologies because I feel like. The transitions sometimes are off where it's like clunky from one story to the next, which takes away from it. I also feel like um, a big part of me likes to get kind of involved with the movie and that like I I like to immerse myself in it. And so when you have different stories, Mm -hmm. you kind of in and out a lot. Um, And then the wraparound usually isn't the best, but I love... I would say I wouldn't call tales from the Krypton anthology because there's a TV series, but it's got that feel to it. Um, All Hallows Eve, which was our very first episode, is an anthology, mm-hmm. which was great. Campfire Tales was great. Um, this one was great. So now I'm like, maybe I do like <laughs> anthologies. I just get really mad at the ones that I don't like. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So what are we talking about today? Uh, I uh, saw a
1: clip. Of a film, and I brought it to your attention. You found out the name, and here we are. Uh, it was Chillerama.
0: Welcome to Chillerama. Four chilling tales of terror, not for the fate of heart. Four no holds barred films from four of today's most demented directors. Chillerama is a carnival of gore, guts, and good times. First, it is a biological anomaly the likes of which the medical community has never seen. What-Zilla. Oh my God, it's coming! Toro's horror so
2: tasteless. It's getting bigger! It's delicious. You can say that again. Then... Like Feel the bite. It was
1: your bite,
2: my ass. If I was a teenage werewolf,
1: even a boy who thinks he's straight yet shaves his balls by night may become a bear, bear.
0: Then discover how we really won the war
1: <laughs> in the diary of Anne Frankenstein. Frankenstein.
0: Frankenstein. <laughs> Finally! You kids get out of here! Witness the debauchery. God, to kiss me. What the sweet scent of satan's scrout is going on here. Of zombie movie. when there's no more room left in hell, dead shop the earth. you'll marvel at the madness. <laughs> what in God's name? Cringe at the
1: cruelty. <laughs> and delight in the depravity. Oh,
0: oh, I'm gonna put the gun to my head, pull the trigger. The bullets should take us both out. Oh,
2: what? That's the best idea you've got? Oh my God! Perhaps we can view this as a cautionary tale. God help
0: us all. Oh, Drive in and freak out. It's going to be a hell of a night.
2: Sillabama.
0: I promise to make tonight worth your while.
2: The ultimate Midnight
0: movie. 2011, the uh, Chillerama anthology, four different stories, four different directors, lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you bring this up to me? Uh,
1: I had seen a TikTok uh, on it. Yes, TikTok. Uh, I saw a TikTok and it was a, a very short clip of this man fighting... A giant sperm and uh, maybe uh, the same day or the day after Nicole had sent the same video to me and I was like dude this is funny let me send this to Paul we should watch this together I sent it over to you and then um, we I think we discussed it maybe once and then kind of forgot about it and then you found out the name of it and then we came over to watch it and uh, yeah uh, so I came across it it was again it was a, a man fighting a sperm I knew nothing else about the movie and then when we started watching it started realizing it was way better than I expected it to be with a few you know household names as well yeah
0: and it's funny because I've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks right because uh, somehow I brought it up with Daryl in that episode we did for Bloody Birthday and then obviously talking about it with Kevin because we did an anthology um, review as well and I I knew we were going to do this. I just, I never said anything, but for anybody who listens, they would have heard us talk about it so far already anyway. So, right. So, uh, you sent it to me and then I didn't know what it was immediately. So I looked, I just like Googled it real quick right? and I found the title for it. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, but I don't think that I had read into what it was about. So I didn't immediately know that it was an anthology. So coming closer to the day when we actually watched it, um, you know, it was a bit of a surprise, but it was a good surprise. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good anyways. Um, the premise of the movie, um, the wraparound, if you will, is this drive in theater is having its last hoorah. Right. It's the last night that it's going to stay open. Um, they're closing it the next day. They're turning into like a parking lot or something. And so the guy who owns the theater is known for having these like you know, way out there, like hard to find print copies of movies, like all the real like underground stuff. This guy is, you know, putting up all, you know, at the drive-in. Um, so people turn out to, to watch the final, um, films. And so, um, what we have are three separate movies. Um, the first one being, um, the one that you had found, which is, uh, ironically called wadzilla wadzilla yeah the next one is um i was a teenage bear and then the last one is um the diary of van frankenstein and that's all wrapped around um what they're calling the fourth one which is a zombie movie which is z-o-m dash b movie so it's into insinuating right like, it's a play on like uh you know budget movies B-horror or, or B-horror horror movies. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. So, um, so yeah. So I don't know. I thought in the end, like through the whole thing of it, like it was good. Yeah. There was the one story that I didn't like. Yeah. I think none of us liked. That was consensus. Which say,
1: like, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think is typical of anthologies. There's always going to be something in there. That's like, I agree. They all can't be first place. Right. You know what I mean? There's going to be one that's going to be at the bottom, but, um, like with campfire tales the one this one that's that stood out was like noticeably bad mhm yeah um but the other ones were really good and they were they were funny too which like i know a lot of people are not a fan of like uh, like horror, horror comedy. comedy but i think it's if you go like i think what they did is they leaned in on the comedy yeah and just added horror, like you know, added horror as opposed to like it being horror, horror stories yeah. that are funny. These are funny stories that are horrorish. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes a difference. Yeah, no, to me, well, to yeah, me I does. see it that yeah, way.
1: Yeah. I was like, uh, Sean Hayes, uh, you, you, you are, you are kind of getting the money right with the whole uh, comedy comedian uh, comedy horror kind of aspect uh where it's kind of making its way little by little it was
0: subtle in that one too i Mm -hmm. mean like i mean well i don't want to say subtle because the whole premise is that this cannibal is a comedian Mm -hmm. so obviously there's going to be you know comedic aspects to it so there's jokes and there's one lines and you know it's funny incidents that are happening but it's done well enough where like it's not over it's not beating you on the head you know what i mean where you're like confused about what kind of movie you're watching it's a good uh... blending of the two genres which is i think is what happened here
1: uh, did you want to bring us in and tell us a little bit about wadzilla seeing that that was the first uh... movie to
0: pop up well let's start with the how it let's start with the beginning right so um, the movie opens with this guy it's black and white, you know, he's got, like, a 50s vibe to him. And he is digging up, like, his his wife's, his wife's his, grave or, his wife's, or whatever, yeah. yeah. And we get right into the crew. Like, it just happens right away. Kind of sets the tone for what the rest of the movie is going to be. And he digs her up, opens up her coffin. It's a skeleton, I think, in a bride's dress. Yeah, still in the dress. I got it right here. Um, so, he... Yeah, so she's in her in her bride's dress, and like, he's just talking all kinds of shit to her about like it's his turn to like be taken care of, and like how he always put her needs first. And it just reminded me of like guys who you know swear that they do that for their women when that's clearly not the case.
1: Here's to you, baby. Ten years of misery, Solangea.
2: You never did like taking it on the face.
1: Well, how's that now, huh?
2: Come to think of it.
1: I think it's high time I cashed in on all those years you never tended to my needs.
2: Wine, 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 me,
0: me,
1: me. Well, what about me, huh? I'm thinking it's time for a little bit of deadhead. You won't mind much
0: shit. Hey! Jesus! God! Fuck! Ow! 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 So he goes and like have sex with this like skeleton corpse. And little did he know, you know, she was brought back to life, and so like when he goes to like bring her up. To perform a certain act on him, she ends up, like, chewing it off.
1: Just aggressively.
0: But there's this weird, like, awkward shot from, beh- from like, behind him. So you see, like, his ball bag and, like, you see her, uh-huh. like, going to town. and um, just rips it off. <laughs> yeah, it was gross.
2: Rips it off. And it's crazy because then he ends up getting a phone call and... All of a
1: sudden, he's no longer in pain. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the uh, the Sin City aspect to it, too, where it's, like, all black and white. But then, you know, uh, when she bit him and, and the blood is flowing, uh ends up being, a, like, what, like a bright blue? Well, I think uh, that's why
0: it's black and white, because uh, they want to highlight the goo, if you will, the blue ooze or whatever. Right. Um, at first, I didn't know if it was supposed to be blood or something else, but... Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it as we get into it, but it's blue so that you can see it throughout the rest of the movie. So he gets the call that he needs to come into work. He works at the, the Kaufman drive-in. That's the um, drive-in that's closing. So he's going into work. He sees all these people in line for the movie. And throughout that segment of the movie, you see the blue. Ooh, so right. it stands out. Right. So we know it's exactly like a thing of the movie. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, and as he's like limping into work, um, we start to meet, you know, so this, um, group of characters in two separate cars. Um, one of them is a guy who's talking about how like his company is buying mm-hmm. the theater. So, and then they're going to be like tearing it down. So, um, they're there to just to kind of make sure everything goes well that night and make sure there's no problems come tomorrow. And then the other car um is kind of our main characters of this segment so um i don't remember the actors names but um i don't think they're anybody um that anybody would immediately recognize so um but they're like super nerds you know one of them's got a crush on the girl that's with them and um they're just talking about how awesome these movies are that uh the owner um will play do you remember who the owner is
1: Oh, I don't know his name. I know what he's been in. So he w- the two noticeable movies that I that I recognized him from was one, uh, Joe Dirt. Uh, he played uh, the car salesman or or some type of um, somebody who was helping him out, and he was making fun of Joe Dirt because of uh, his run in Buffalo Bob and talking about how he stuck a road flare up his bunghole.
2: By the way, I'm only doing all of this because I heard that that Buffalo Bob guy shoved a road flare up your bunghole. What?
1: Ooh, and all that right. good stuff. So other than that, the only thing I recognized him from was um, uh, Office uh, office, space. office Space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he
0: played Tom. Do you remember the, the game he came up with?
1: Uh, that I don't remember. If you remind me, I might be able to. It
0: was the jump to conclusions mat.
1: It was a jump
0: to conclusions mat. You see, it would be this mat that you would put on the floor and would have different conclusions written on it that you could jump to no so like it's it's a mat that looks like uh i think it kind of looked like um like a twister mat but each on the mat were different conclusions so you just roll the dice and then you jump to that conclusion i
1: don't remember that part but i do remember him there
0: (laughs) yeah his name is uh richard uh real r-i-e-h-l-e i don't don't ever know how to pronounce that do you remember him from anything else Come on! There's at least one more. Oh, come on. There's a big one. There's a big one. I'll give you a hint. Okay. He's a great fan of babinka.
1: Oh yes, <laughs> strawberry, uh, strawberry babinka, babinka. <laughs> and he eats it with his bare hands after directly uh, unplugging the toilet from the restroom. Yeah. Um. Uh, hold on. It's coming to me. It's got Rob Schneider. Um. Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. He plays Rob Schneider's he father. Rob
0: Schneider's dad.
1: <laughs> that's good. No raspberry. That's good raspberry. Bubinka. <laughs> with his bare ass hands. He just claw- unclogged the toilet that's just full of shit. I think he ate it and then like he was putting <laughs> he it, he it in the it girl's to mouth. Give it to the girl. And she's like, Nah, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was the first like big one to to see in the movie like the, the most recognizable at first and.
0: Uh That's how I knew it was it, gonna be good.
1: Yeah. And and, and 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 not to jump a little forward, but so he's he's the owner of the of the of the the theater, drive-in. the drive in yep. theater, who sold it. And I think he's just having a hard time dealing with the fact that, you know, he not only did he sell this theater, but like his wife is gone, has his pa- has passed, right? Right. Um I love throughout the movie there is a running um theme where he is just
0: I guess always trying to like off himself yeah 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 well i mean his wife's dead right he's he losing just the his theater he's losing his theater like he ran it every friday night or mm-hmm. whatever it was always showed all the best movies and like it's the end of an era for him so like uh, understandably be a little upset uh, yeah he you know? has
2: pretty much nothing else to live for yeah so. yeah but then the people who are, like, you know, obsessed with coming to the drive-in, they're just always, like... Or the one time they've interrupted and, what are you doing?
1: Magically have saved him yeah. from <laughs> offing himself.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Okay, so we see him chilling in the office, you know, he's talking to his wife. Um, he's got this kick-ass poster, of, uh, picture frame of Orson Welles mm-hmm. in the back. And then um, the dude... Who got his shit bitten off? Right. Comes in because um, he works there and he, you know, comes in to find out like what I need to do. So I think he tells him, like, hey, go find, you know, go help out at the concession stand, um, which is ran by uh, the girl. Oh, fuck, I never remember her name. And I just had it here too. She um, played the girlfriend and Malcolm in the middle. Right, that's who I was thinking Oh, of. man, what's her name? Wait, she was the concession
1: stand uh, girl?
0: Yeah. Okay. Zelda. Uh, Tania Ramondi?
1: Yeah, I don't know if she's Italian or Spanish. I don't know if Spanish. it's
0: Tania or Tanya. But yeah, that's her. And like one of the dudes in the car has a crush on her. Right. So there's two guys and a girl. The driver and the girl like each other. And then the guy in the backseat likes Zelda in the concession stand. Right. So, um But anyways, so the dude who got his shit uh, eaten off Goes to help in the concession stand And then we kind of get into our first movie Which is Wadzilla Wadzilla is the one where you sent me the image and wadzilla i thought was fucking hilarious it's a uh, i don't think we need to go through each of them scene by scene um but wadzilla is a story of well you tell the story do you remember um
1: so it's a story of a. uh i don't uh, forgive me for forgetting the characters names uh but uh the story is about a man who cannot produce um Sperm. S- an excess amount of sperm. It's very his sperm count is very low, so he takes this um, not approved, uh, very experimental um, drug. D- drug to increase his sperm load, and throughout he starts to realize that it starts to hurt him. He starts getting these aches and pains. So he goes back to the doctor who prescribed it to him. And the doctor's like, Oh yeah, we thought this might happen. Or, uh, we, we, we figured something like this, but, um, you're, you, you know, it's growing exponentially. And so you're going to need to be able to like, in order to relieve the pain that you're feeling, you need to essentially take care of yourself, relieve yourself.
0: The kids can handle it. They've heard worse okay, so right. on this show.
1: So, you know you're gonna need to go ahead and jerk yourself and 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 and, and uh, um, let these, these this sperm out before it like tears you apart or eats you from the inside. Basically. I like how nervous
0: you were saying that.
1: Yeah, I know because I'm like, no, I know where we're and what kind of podcast Ew. this is, but still, you know, I don't know how we're trying to keep it, but um, fuck it, here we are. Um, so do you want to take the rest of that? What else?
2: Um, well, the character too, um, is like a like a childlike uh character who likes to watch, you know, cartoons. So, like, think of, like, Pee-wee Herman. And so it's just um, funny to see that. And so um, then he goes into um, getting set up by his friend because, you know, he's lonely. So then he ends up going on a blind date with a gal and then all of a sudden sees some um, breasts and then that's where he gets this, like, sharp pain and asks her, like, can I go to the restroom? <laughs> yeah.
0: The, the, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the... Uh, the um the gips. climax yeah. of, the, <laughs> of the movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> not yeah. to not to be punny. Yeah. Um. So so the main character Miles is played by Adam Rifkin, who also directed this segment. So that was kind of cool. Right. Um. And then so as you mentioned, you know, he wants to up that count. Starts taking this experimental drug. Um, the doctor is um, Ray. Weiss, and did you recognize him from anything?
1: You know, he is recognizable. Uh, once you start naming off movies, and we be like, yep, yep, yep. But he is in a quite a bit.
0: Well, um, to me, the most notable thing he's in is uh, the original RoboCop. He right, was is the um. He was one of the bad guys. The bad. Dudes, he was the one right? that RoboCop ended up pulling from the club. I think he was the one that was dancing. Um. But yeah, he's he's in a bunch of shit. Um, So he prescribes him the drug, which is supposed to up his sperm count. But instead of upping it, it just makes the one sperm that he has. Larger. Right. And the way that um, he those pains are triggered are from when he gets aroused. Correct. So to what to Nicole's point, what she was saying was when he goes on this blind date and this girl opens the door. Very low cut shirt, big breasts. Mm-hmm. He immediately gets aroused, and like the pain starts to kick in. Right, he's got to relieve himself,
1: running himself to the bathroom. Yeah, can't exa- really control, exactly. breaking everything inside. You know,
0: so he goes into the bathroom. He jerks off. The thing comes out, and like it's so big that it starts like running amok in the bathroom and uh it very
1: it reminds me of the alien from alien when it first comes out and it's just like running all over the place and they can't really <laughs> capture it or the thing uh, uh the thing where it comes out and they just they can't capture the yeah camera, yeah yeah i gotcha. uh, uh, uh thing it's yeah. huge yeah massive and he's just it's dripping from his fingers like i mean they've made it very like uh excessive or over the top but i mean it just it plays very well and so it's running away from him inside of the bathroom and he is trying to capture it and it's sliding out of his hands every time he gets a hold of it he he is breaking everything inside this woman bath in this inside this woman's bathroom and she's just like is everything okay and she calls a person who set them up on this blind date and she's like who the hell did you set me up with this guy it's just yeah not the business um
0: yeah the whole movie is shot in the like 50s mm-hmm. era which yeah. uh, i think they they did it on purpose to make homage to like the, the monster movies mm-hmm. of the 50s. So, yep. like, there's even a scene where, like, you know, this big-ass sperm is running amok in the city and this news reporter is, you know, live on the scene and behind her is a movie theater that's playing, um, like, The Blob. Yeah, some version of The Blob. Yeah, yeah. Good. The, the Glob, maybe, yeah, I think is yeah, what it was some, called. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, which, so, which is funny because, um, you know, they also have these scenes of, like, him in the boardroom at his work. And it's like, it's nothing but a round table of like old white men, all smoking, all drinking, like typical, like 50s 50s era uh kind of business. And then, you know, the secret, the hot secretary walks in and uh, he gets his pains there. Then he goes to the doctor, he goes back to the doctor and like the nurses come in all Mm -hmm. low cut, big tits. And he's like getting aroused then. Mm -hmm. And so he ends up, um, you know, uh, giving the, the doctor a test sample, and uh, they they it's it's not as big, but like it's big enough, and it hits the floor, and they squish it, and it looks like melted marshmallow. Basically, is, is what it looks gross. like.
1: It's disgusting. <laughs> very, very, very disgusting.
0: But from there is when he and, goes, and let me tell you too, because
1: uh, you know he he he. Picks it up to show him, like, look, it's really big. No gloves, no nothing, just bare <laughs> ass hand. Like, <laughs> look at this.
0: <laughs> he's a doctor. I'm sure he's such yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but then that's when it transitions to the blind date, Right. and he goes to pick up um, this girl, um, who's played by Sarah Much, um, which is ironic because I am I haven't seen her in Much.
1: Uh huh. She she uh, yeah no uh, I don't I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. Maybe if you you. Um, we're to point her out in something maybe, but uh, um, she's got some TV stuff. Well, let's but. let's
0: let's. So okay, so
1: he, he goes, he sees her. She opens the door again. The fifties get up, the whole you know scarf gloves thing, and uh, she opens the door. Big breasts, just uh I, I making a fool of himself. I need to use your restroom really quick, and she's not thinking really too much of it, of other than like, okay, go go for it, like do what you need to do. Yeah, and then that's again kind of going back to the you know where we find out he's. You know wipes it out starts taking care of himself, and he's trying to off uh, unload uh you know uh this this one sperm but we now come to realize it has grown even more than it had when he went to go see the doctor, probably
0: just the results of medication over time correct like fertilizer for this thing
1: right so it 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 it's now the size of like uh what, like a football maybe? And (laughs) and it's just running itself around the the bathroom and he's trying to find
0: it. And uh, he he is wrestling with this thing. Right. And, like, tearing the bathroom apart. And when he finally, or at least he thinks he got rid of it, I think he flushed it down the toilet. Right. He opens the door and the girl, um, Louise is her name, Is like, what did you do to my bathroom? It reminded me of that scene from Dumb and -er Dumberer with um, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. He comes in and the shit's like, there's shit all
1: over my walls. (laughs) Shit everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, that's so funny. (laughs) Uh, So he he flushes it down the toilet, toilet uh, gets clogged up. And it starts come The water starts backing up. He finally opens the door and he tells her, "You know, Do you got a plunger." Uh, and and uh, that's when they realize uh, the monster, the, the sperm has made its way out of the toilet again. And he begins to wrestle with it again. And um, yeah, he's
0: like fighting the thing in the hallway now.
1: Right, like, like really fighting with this thing. He just he can't control it. And um finally when he thinks that he has gotten rid of uh the monster or um I don't even know what you want to call it the monster. Wadzilla. W- the wad makes its way. The girl the girl falls on the floor, she's screaming amok, and then uh he he, he gets rid of it only to, to for it to come back and try to, I guess. Inst- inseminate itself inside of her <laughs> I don't know well she's on the floor the, the the that happens
0: first right so so like as it came out of the bathroom right she gets freaked out and she runs and she falls right and so like because she's wearing this dress and she's on her butt on the floor it like tries to go up her and he ends up pulling it out of right. her or at least oh that's right pulling okay, it I'm away sorry. before yeah. it tries to get up in her I don't know maybe it did because the way the faces she made I think it did get it up in there like it, like, bit her, her, and her-
2: Annie's was the only thing, like, protecting her. Ah, okay. And so it was latching on before Miles, like, yanked it. And then it. started, like, throwing it like a shot put. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then threw it out the window. Yeah, and then correct. you see it going, and it hops over the little gate.
0: Oh, yeah, it hops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's making its way through the town, and, like, what I thought was kind of awesome, right, is, um, oh, so here we have uh, – um, she—I forgot she's in this one as well. Um, but it's making its way through the town. It's eating up little dogs or whatever. Right. And then we see these two hobos, a male and a female. Right. And the male is like eat, like, like classic, like cartoonist, mm-hmm. cartoon esque hobo, who's got like the big top hat, and then like he's got like the fingerless gloves mm-hmm. and like a like a sport coat. And he's eating his food on the, like, lid of a trash can like it's a plate. His female counterpart is, like, dumpster diving. And the female is uh, Lin Shay. Yes. I
1: I really enjoy her work.
0: (laughs) Mm. I was just talking about her with um, Kevin from uh, Midnight Horrors podcast because we were talking about the differences between the original Nightmare on Elm Street and the remake. And she was in the original. Yeah. She was the teacher. The school teacher. Yeah.
1: Nancy's teacher.
0: But yeah, I loved Magda from Something About Mary. There are, and-
1: there are two classic scenes that I always picture and always uh, repeat when I see her face. One is uh, he was bad, so I put him in the bathroom, which is from uh, There's Something About Mary. Mm -hmm. And the classic, uh, I know the folks at home can't see this, uh, but the scene from Kingpin when um, Woody Harrelson looks back in the mirror and he realizes, because she's like his landlord, and she's been like hitting him up for sex if he wants to take care of his bill. And he looks in the mirror and he sees like what he thinks is Magda, uh, not Magda, um, his landlord, and she does that like licking vagina with her two fingers or you put it in between your le- your your tongue yeah. and she's just like
0: she's just <laughs> dirty teeth and he's just like oh I can't do this. So in that movie that is like that's a that's a I will call it I hate to use the word but I'll I'll use it anyways. That's an iconic scene from that movie. Yeah. Right. Is mm-hmm. the the backseat uh you know vagina eating thing. Yep. But like when she has sex with Woody Harrelson when she's like rolling her stockings back <laughs> yeah. up and you see all her like spider veins and shit
1: and, just... and her underwear is all yellow <laughs> and
0: like oh man there's so much more to her in that movie uh-huh. it's so fucking gross you could have made a whole movie so, just based so on so her <laughs>
1: what is it about good sex right that, that rain, makes me have to crap who really jarred something loose tiger
2: <laughs>
1: oh! <laughs> and she shows up And like she's one of those Character actors too That just shows up In almost everything Yeah I mean, And she's, she's always she's, great In what she does She's very uh, versatile Yeah And she was uh, Especially talking about um, Dumb and Dumber Remember she played The bus driver I believe it was uh, In that
0: film The bus driver The bu- the, the oh, little I don't remember The little
1: special bus That was like condensed The little like small one she Was that was her? A, yeah she okay. was a crazy Little bus driver But well, she was in, in
0: the first one too She, she was in Dumb one? and Dumber Yeah
1: the First one, yeah. Hold on, what
0: character did she play? Not a main character, yeah. She plays Mrs. Noogie Burger in the beginning, where Jeff Daniels is getting the dogs, and he's and she's like, What have you done? Yeah, 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 yeah
1: <laughs> you're right. Oh, okay, I remember now. Yeah, my oh, goodness, it's been a while. Yeah,
0: I want to say she's the bus driver in Dumb
1: and Dumber Herb, but All yeah, right. okay, so she's in it.
0: Well, anyways, um, so yeah, so she's there is running amok, um, and he's growing exponentially over time. And I think what they've determined was that the sperm was trying to get to the Statue of Liberty because right. it's like the largest lady, and it's the largest sperm, so Correct. like it's making its way there. Like that makes sense. Let's go there because I think that's where it's going to end up. Right. And sure enough, they were right. But um, the the army tries to like save the Statue of Liberty, like put a Cover it.
1: Right. They try to trap the sperm, if you will, knowing that, that, that it was headed I there. I
0: don't know that it was the sperm that they were trying to trap, but, like, they were trying to conserve. To me, it was they were trying to conserve the Statue of Liberty. Okay. So they just drop this, over, like, <laughs> amusingly oversized condom Correct. over... It the was just Statue the largest, the largest
1: condom for the largest sperm for the largest lady. Yeah. I mean, they just, they, <laughs> they just, they tried and, um, you know, what ended up happening was they had, uh, um, the, before that, let me, let me mention the, the army, the general that came out, uh, is played by, um, man, I, I don't remember his first name, but I know the last name is Roberts cause it's, uh, Julia Roberts, Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Uh, thank you. Can, do you want to explain who he is? He's Eric
0: Roberts. Eric
2: Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) Julia Roberts' uh, brother, who is also featured in The Killers' Mr. Brightside's music video.
0: Oh. Oh. There you go.
1: So he comes out, and uh, yeah, then they go to to cover the Statue of Liberty, and as they drop this massive condom...
0: Well, before that, they're trying to prevent the sperm from getting there, so like, they have tankers full of spermicide that they're trying to... Correct. Correct wash the sperm down with but it's not working
1: <laughs> no no and as we're, we're reminded the, the sperm makes its way to the statue of liberty through uh, i guess the water of the ocean and uh, i guess he's envisioning what the uh, statue of liberty uh, <laughs> i forgot about that part <laughs> he's he's in the middle of the ocean making its way to the statue of liberty and in the middle of that the sperm the sperm He just stops, and he's envisioning the Statue of Liberty starts moving, undressing, stripping. stripping. (laughs) She's got pasties on. She's got pasties on like a stripper. She turns around. She's shaking it for him, and he's just like – the sperm's just like, yeah, I'm about to make this happen. (laughs) So it keeps making its way uh, to the statue, and um, that's –
0: They end up just bombing the shit out of the thing, which I thought was awesome, but then it turned gross because – they blow it up, yeah. and then you just see it raining sperm I mean, on everybody. Like, and not even like raining; it's like pouring. just like you, you could tell like there was people on top of the set just pouring buckets yeah, of whatever. Just getting this shot it is. with whatever. It's yeah. like
1: you guys just using a yeah. water guns, big old super soakers, just blast us in the face with this, <laughs> <laughs> this, this this jizz so yeah um i forget how it ends i know uh they, they um they blow it up it gets on everybody and everything is probably one of the best scenes in the film because it's just so funny um
2: what's the name of the, the girl again her, uh, her name is uh
0: Car- louise
2: louise so once you know everyone's covered in loads you know she gulps <laughs> it Right. And so once everyone's saved, you know, her she starts to kiss Miles and Miles just keeps turning because (laughs) he doesn't want to kiss her. And then at the end of it, he's just kind of like, oh, you know, fuck it. Kisses her. And he's still grossed out. But then, you know, the pains come back. So uh, that's true.
0: (laughs) The end question mark. Right. Can there be a second one? Who
1: knows?
0: Uh, Good times. So we cut back uh, to our trio in the car, you know, they're just, you know, talking shit still. And um, I think this is where we find out that the guy who bought the lot that was in the car in front of them is brothers with the guy who's driving this car. Um, And so, you know, they establish a relationship between them. And um, it's at this point where the guy in the backseat wants to go talk to the girl at the concession stand. So, um, you know, they cut to him walking over to, to talk to her. And then we see the guy from the original or from the opening. Who's got the blue stuff on him. Right. Um, Like kind of like checking himself out in the, like in the back room. And like, he goes to like, he wants to put something on his junk because it's starting to hurt. So he ends up like scooping out with his hand, like, like, Butter, Butter. the butter for the popcorn, and like, but as he's putting his hand in the bucket, he's getting all the blue stuff in there too, mixing everything together. And then we see that they take that butter. And they put it in there. And like so now everybody who's getting butter on their popcorn is, getting, is getting this blue in. stuff uh, that they're eating with their popcorn.
1: And it's like, I mean, it's it's pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, from there, it goes to um, the second story, which right. is I was a teenage werebear. Time to unleash
2: the fantastic furry fury of I was a teenage.
0: It's a story about this kid who turns into a gay werewolf or gay, like they was, play on the term bear, right. the gay term bear, right? To yeah. be like, um, like a bigger kind uh, of more attractive. I, think that, I,
1: I mean, a, I think, yeah, what it is, is a, a big guy or a big hairy guy.
0: Um, I
1: think that's the term. Right? Yeah, 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 bear, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So um, this one.
1: And and when this one starts playing, I mean, you get very, like, um, Lost Boy vibes almost. I mean, they try to, like, Lost Boys times 10. I mean, they, they really overdo it. But it's, you know, the outcasted, you know, young, uh, you know, it's duds that are walking around causing trouble. And, the you know, kid gets bullied. And then, you know, they want to take him under their wing and make him a, 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 a werewolf. Uh, th- themselves, I guess. I don't know, to help them out or whatever the case is. But I, I don't know. Th- this one, uh, I mean, it's a guy, right? It's about the guy. and uh, I think my whole gripe with it
0: is that it's a musical. and like, I, uh, I'm not a fan of musicals, and I think... I concur. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a
2: big fan of musicals
0: either. So, I mean, there are exceptions to the rule like sweeney todd mm-hmm. is a horror musical right which mm-hmm. wasn't bad um then there's um oh what's that rock opera one
1: oh, my shit. bloody valentine or no, no my no. valentine
0: i know there's a, there's that one no there's a repo that's the one uh, i'm thinking of. Repo Thank is you. Yeah, another repo. one which was not too bad but in general i'm not a fan of musicals and this one was meant to be like um in the style of like fifties surfers kind of very um grease esque. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Um but I just found that it was more comedic and more musical than it was horror. Um there's this like rape scene at the end, which like I don't know, I'm not a fan of rape scenes anyway. So um yeah, I don't know. It just it there As was there weren't a lot of notable faces it, in it. it there, fell
1: short. One of the one of the bears actually, the were bears is somebody I, I just don't know who, um, I can't remember. I think that would be the only recognizable one, but other than that, yeah, no, uh, I don't have a lot, a lot to say. You know what? Now that I'm, I'm seeing it, th- so, um, what's uh, Magda's character's name or what's her uh, what the actress's name? I forget it, Lynn Shea, uh, she shows up in this one as well. And I thought throughout the rest of the film, she was going to make a cameo with others, cool. but that doesn't end up happening, which is a little disappointing, yeah, for me. Um, and uh yeah that you know not to downplay it or, or talk too much you know bad about it it just it didn't it didn't do it all for me i didn't really care for this one as well i think this is the only one i don't i don't really care for in the in the movie
0: okay so wrap on teenage bear. we cut back to our um drive uh, drive-in cast not a lot happening here during this transition um we do see um, we go back to the office um, uh, where the projection is, and we just kind of almost immediately jump into the next one, mm-hmm. um, which for me is hands down my most favorite segment of this whole thing.
2: Welcome back, boils and ghouls. Anybody not at all into eternal slumber yet?
1: Tonight we will bask in the glory of the unconventional, spit in the eye of morality, and feast on the art of the damned with a film that will test your tastes and rock the very fabric of your senses. (laughs) jetzt, it's time to bear witness to the Bible of bad taste. The Diary
2: of Anne Frankenstein.
1: I think uh, for Nicole and I too.
2: Yes. Yeah. It topped the other ones.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And like it, in reviewing Campfire Tales, the very last segment story in that one. Right. Is the absolute worst. Okay. Like, I, I think I would watch Teenage Werebear over this one. That bad. It was because it was something. so drawn out. It's about this pirate who who gets shipwrecked and, like, he's on this island where there's a treasure and he ends up um, look, going looking for it. But, like, most of the segment is just, like, scenes of him walking around by himself with... Talking to nobody, mm. it's just him exploring. It's no. just fucking boring.
1: Yeah, it sounds boring.
0: And I mentioned to Kevin that I'm glad they put it at the end, because if you would have put it in the beginning, or so, like I could see where people might walk away right. from it, and then like not finish the rest of the movie. Kind of the same thing here, where like teenage war bears in the middle. Right. So it's like, uh, okay, that's a little bit rough. There's one more left. Okay, let's do it. Saves the day. This, yeah, it totally <laughs> does. <laughs>
1: It brings it right back to just like, okay, this is what it should have been.
0: Okay, so this one is called The Diary of Anne Frankenstein. I- I'm which... going to
1: take it one step further before you explain it. I wish they would do another one of these or like continue it more, give me more of a backstory. Just make a whole movie just make of a The whole, Diary of Yeah, Anne Frankenstein. Even, like, even more like a 45-minute like short of this because like it was that good. <laughs> anyway, continue.
0: So um, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's the story of Anne Frank. Um, But the twist is that her grandfather um, was also Dr. Frankenstein. Correct. So, (laughs) and then uh, Hitler comes in and kills them and takes um, the medical journal that Anne had found and then creates the monster, if you will. Right. um, And hilarity ensues. But (laughs) I don't know. So like, we're met with the frank family right so the dad the mom and frank and then the grandma and in the beginning they're talking it's all german it's black and white right you know it's it's you, you don't really know what's coming right so Anne finds this journal that was her grandfather's medical journal and the dad's like we got to get rid of that if 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 Hitler were to find it, he'd create this like super monster and it's not going to be any good. And, um, then Hitler busts in and Hitler is played by, uh, Joel David Moore, who, um, was in dodgeball. Yep. He was also, uh, in what other movies he in? Come on, Ray. Come on. Me? Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh, man. You're pulling out the, pulling out the big ones on me. Okay, he's in another movie. Give me a
0: clue. How much do clothes cost in The Matrix?
1: Oh yes. <laughs> I man, I don't know why that just I forgot about that one, but he plays uh JP. Man, yeah, he plays JP JP in grandma's boy. Yeah. Adios, turd nuggets. <laughs> <Brrr>. <laughs> pss, pss, pss. <laughs> yeah
0: you know, uh, yeah so he plays Hitler. Yeah. so when i saw him Iconic. pop through, i was like okay this is gonna be great because i love i love him and he comes in and he plays this this hitler that's just so absent-minded so i'll say, I'll say innocent-minded because he seems like a child yeah and um it's just so fucking funny the way that he does everything in this movie so and, you
1: you get i mean you get proper German, right, when we first start the the short the film. It's proper yes. German of these people in the in the attic talking. And in comes um Hitler and his goons. And the German that they are speaking is not the same proper German. It is made up on the fly German.
0: So here's a okay, here's a funny here's a funny um uh little nugget. So Hitler is just rambling, just right. words. They're just words, right? So, yes, there was German, proper German being spoken, and um, the German had to be translated. And in the segment, he's got um, his girlfriend, uh, Eva Braun. I don't know if it was Hitler's wife or her girlfriend. Uh, sorry, I don't know all the Hitler history. Probably. I
1: think it's, it's his wife.
0: Okay, but A- Eva Braun was yeah. uh, Hitler's partner. Right. And so in this, Ava Braun is played by Christina Kleeb. Do you remember Christina Kleeb? Yeah,
1: she's um, not Krumpus. Um,
0: Close. Sleigh Bells. Sleigh Bells thank yeah. you. Yeah, so from oh. our YouTube right. uh, days. Huh. Did, yeah, you did the Sleigh yeah. Bells episode yeah. with us. So she's in that. She translated the German for the script here. Oh, did she? Yeah, she did. did. She? But they tell... Joel David Moore like they're just like you just do whatever you
2: want. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: so like he ends up using Spanish and like he just using words like um, just throwing Birkenstock in yeah. yeah. and like yeah. just just
1: random, uh, you know, German.
0: Yeah, the puppies are couscous.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so he comes, he comes in, and they blast through the wall, and um, his his guards enter, and then comes Hitler, and he just cannot get through this wall. I mean, there is a little piece on the on the bottom that's blocking his feet that he'd have to step over, and he just can't quite figure it out, and so he, uh, he ends up coming he, in backwards. backwards. He
0: comes in backwards. <laughs> and I like how he's wearing black shoes with white socks. Like you're just
1: right. And uh, you know, d- d- he found a a a book, right? Well, he he, he found the book. The book. He, the... he finds uh, di- uh, Anne's I guess diary. Oh.
2: Right, and then he tells his goons, like, oh, just write it from, like, the point of view of, like, a child and to, you know, foreshadow that that's how the Diary of Anne Frank came to be. Yeah,
0: he right. was like, and yeah. we'll make millions we'll make, off of it afterwards. We'll make millions on this. <laughs>
1: uh, and then so what he does before he leaves, they're they're all having this big laugh. He makes a joke. And uh, they're all, they're all laughing and like, like, you know, they're just the best of friends. Well, uh, no, yeah.
0: what happened was, um, he's asking the dad to give him the medical journal. Yeah. 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 And, and he's like, if you give it to me, I won't kill you. <laughs> and the dad's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, come on. He's like, pinky promise. Yeah. Pinky promise. And so they're, they're locked pinkies and they're all laughing. Right. Cause right. it's like easing the tension yeah. of the situation. And even Ann was like, we're laughing because it's funny. <laughs> And then what? And it, he, he just your point. he
1: he he shoots everyone. He starts he shoots the the, the, the father. He shoots Anne. He shoots the 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 mom. the mom. The grandma. In that he even shoots one of his own guards just <laughs> <Yeah>. because.
0: Boy, <laughs> well, Hitler. I mean, yeah, he could do yeah. whatever he
1: wants. So then they, uh, yeah, then they, so they leave, and then that's when we see.
0: Yeah, we cut to him in his office. I'm um, in a lab coat going through the uh, the medical journal. And this is where we meet um, uh, Christina Klebe or Ava Braun. Right. And she is like whore to the max in this. And like, you know, the guards are watching like her kind of grinding on him at the desk. She's like constantly like winking at other people. Like she is a complete slut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big time. Segment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's talking about, you know, getting the... Um, getting the monster kind of up and running and so they bring in the grave digger that he sent to go get bodies and um, he comes in with a wheelbarrow full of body parts and uh, you know he's asking Ava like hey what do you think about these body parts and she's like oh yeah they're cute and he's like I I didn't want cute I wanted like murder so he's like yelling at the grave digger but the gravedigger at the same time is like making eyes. Right, Ava. Right. She's like showing her titties mm-hmm. um and like licking her finger. Dude, such. Yeah. <laughs> <that's> so funny. <laughs> just, just come on, man. So um, we cut to from there inside the laboratory, like uh, he's going to show what he's been working on and uh, he's putting this uh, monster together and he tries to break out in song and it like instantly oh, yeah. cuts off.
1: Yeah, and and, and I think uh, from the 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 short previous to that, the where the teenage were bear, I think all of us were like, oh, not another, not another song. That's
0: exactly why they cut it, correct? Because they 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 filmed the whole thing, right? Which jumping ahead, they put it in the credits at the end of the movie, right? But they cut it because they felt like coming off of that one would be too much, right?
1: So. But it it worked perfectly because you're like, oh, and then it cuts it anyways, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> And then we see um, after
0: that. So he's f- ready to display the monster, right? right? So he calls in Ava and the guards, and all three of them come back in. But like one of the guards is like zipping yep, up the pants. Yep, zipping up the pants. <laughs> both
2: of them were zipping up. Uh, that's <laughs> true. oh yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's cleaning her mouth, you know, insinuating that you know she <laughs> just went down on both of them, and then she ends up kissing Hitler, and he's like, "Hmm, that's pulls out a hair <laughs> from his mouth and just thinks nothing of it.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, they unveil the monster and of course, of course the monster is Jewish. Uh-huh. How do we know it's Jewish?
1: Uh it it has the uh uh the yarmulke and the uh, the side, uh, I'm forgive me, I'm not sure what they're, I forget what they're called. Um, he's got the big beard, beard he's, yeah. got, um, the
0: uh-huh. he's got the Jewish garb, he's got the yarmulke on, he's got the big nose, yep. like all the telltale signs. Stereotypical yep. Jewish. And if I thought it was smart because Hitler, I, I thought about that scene from um, Inglorious Bastards in the beginning. Where um, he's comparing Jews to rats, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You don't know why, but you hate, hate rats. Them, yeah. You just know mm-hmm. that they're mm-hmm. dirty. You don't like them. You want to get rid of them. Right. That's how I see the Jews." Right. So, like, it made when I saw this here, <laughs> that's what it reminded me mm-hmm. of. Like, okay, it makes sense because Hitler hates Jews, so they would be monstrous Monsters. and grotesque yeah. to him. So it made sense that that the monster uh, was Jewish, right? <laughs> The monster is played by Kane Hodder, who was also um, Jason, right from um, Jason X, which is the one Jason in space. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was him. Um, so they get the monster up and running, and it doesn't immediately respond to Hitler, and like Ava's got to like try to like talk it into killing, um, but it was funny because Hitler like was impressed by the monster because like the monster had like figured out the strategy for the Germans to win the war, the war. Um, uh, what else did it do? There was something else. Um, Oh, he finished the puzzle. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Took care of the puzzle and then did his taxes. There was was this puzzle because, uh, Hitler had referred to the world, the war as world war one. And Ava was like, no, this is this is World War II. And he's like, really? Where was I from World War I? And she was like, you were mm-hmm. doing your puzzle. And they cut to this puzzle. But they do that cutaway thing where yeah. it's like, it plays out like, dun, dun, dun. Uh-huh. Like that scary tone. And it's an incomplete puzzle, right. but it's puppet right. puzzle. The
2: couscous.
0: The couscous. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he was like, all upset at the puzzle. She's like, no, no, not Now's not the time for the puzzle. So when the monster is alive, he f- figures out the strategy for the Germans to win, to win the war, war finishes it's- the puzzle in like 10 minutes. <laughs> and then he even saved them $200 on their on taxes. taxes. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> so they call in some soldiers for it to like kill because he wants to see like the killing action. Uh, but then, he wouldn't do it. Right. And like, uh, well, I don't so remember. He, yeah. He didn't want to do it. Right. I get the impression that he didn't want to do it. But then like um they it's fucking Hitler, he 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 names the monster Meshuggah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the monster is looking around and seeing all these like Jewish things. Right. And realizing that like Hitler's the monster. Right. What so, he's like,
1: what he's been built for why why he's there
0: to kill his own people right yeah essentially um so he ends up you know running amok he starts killing all the guards um so this is a lot of like where the blood and the guts come in right um he starts killing all the guards and then he gets in a fight with hitler and (laughs) there was that scene where uh the monster throws one of the guards and the guard the guards start, they're fighting. It's, he starts off as a white guy, right. and he throws him onto the table. <laughs> yeah. And it's a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the black guy is getting up like, What the fuck? What
1: the fuck? Yeah, the black guy's like, Motherfuck. And it cuts. And they bring the white guy
0: that's, back. Yeah, it's and, like that scene <laughs> from. Black Dynamite.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> or uh, uh the, he slaps the the guy, right? And then he gets all mad, and then they, they replace him with somebody mm-hmm, different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. So, Because, yeah, that's what you would do, right? You, the, 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 he throws a white guy, and I think they use the black guy as the stunt double. Right. And the black guy, yeah, gets all angry. Yeah.
0: um Gradle. Yeah. And then so he just, you know, going on this killing spree, he's killing all the German guards. Finally gets to Hitler, ends up killing Hitler. There,
1: there's that scene too where where Hitler goes to run away from him, and he goes into the like the office, the next room over, and they do like a I don't know if you want to call it like a breaking of the fourth wall, but like the the monster kind of it's a you, you realize then it's a set right. The monster goes into yeah, the, they
0: actually go through all the set pieces. They so go through all the set pieces. They go from the lab through the office back, back into the, the, the attic. The attic. <laughs> Kind of a... What's that
1: movie? History of the World Part 1. Kind of where they just start going through... I don't know if you... With Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just start going through all the 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 set pieces. Yeah.
0: So it ends with uh, the monster ripping off uh, Hitler's arm and beating him to death with it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, like, knocking his head off right. with his own arm. And then the monster dances and... Because why wouldn't he dance? Dancing. Yeah. And then it cuts on the puppies. To the puppies. Back to the couscous. <laughs> All right, so now at this point, we cut back to the um, to the drive-in, right? And we're starting to see people walk around, kind of turning into zombies, who are eating the popcorn, right? Because it's got that blue stuff in it. So, um, people in their cars, people walking around, um, we're starting to get the impression that you know the everyone there is starting to turn. They start to play a fourth movie. But it ends up being like this weird, like infomercial. Yeah, but they don't, they don't, they don't live like it doesn't flesh out. It doesn't. They don't stay here for very, uh, very long. Um, what happens is uh, something goes wrong with the film, and so they go to see the projectionist, um, and he's being attacked by um, the guy from the beginning. The, the beginning yeah. jump mm-hmm. cut off, and so. Um, this is where Richard Real, I'll just call him Real, um, he ends up shooting them, and then they go out to see you know, what's happening, and the whole lot has been taken over by all these zombies. Right. Um, so he starts arming the kids with guns, and like, hey, you guys got to go save yourselves. Right. Um, so this is where kind of, this is the wraparound, right. you know, where it turns into this zombie movie. Um, so they are planning to get back to their car, to get with their friend, to get out, um, essentially... And so he arms them so that they can protect themselves. And it's just them kind of making their way through all the zombies uh, in the parking lot. So um, but this is where we get the majority of Uh the gore and the blood and the guts and uh, from the movie, um, because a lot of the stuff um, in the. And the stories didn't have a, like much of it, so
1: right. And I like the um the the gore and the 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 special effects that they kind of use. Uh, it came off pretty good. Like I, I really enjoyed. And it's just all these zombies trying to eat, but uh, what ends up happening is all the zombies just start wanting to like have fuck sex each other. and just fuck everything and anything they can. I mean, they're yeah. ripping apart limbs and just fucking straight legs and shit. And at this point and, and just whatever they can get their hands on. So, um, it's just a massive scene of like all these zombies, just ripping a, tra- zombie orgy. a zombie orgy. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that's what it <laughs> turned into.
1: Whatever you think a zombie orgy would be, this is it.
0: So they're making their way out. The kids are trying to save themselves. Um, and at one point, um, the projectionist, the Richard Reel, he, like, comes out to save them. Right. And he just starts spouting out every single famous one line from all the oh, movies yeah. you love.
1: Amps you two. Get to the chopper. Go. That's probably got to be my other second favorite scene of this entire film. He's just one liners left and right. I mean, you'd have to. I can't even remember what they were just. What was it like? Yeah, it was like uh, I'll be back or.
2: I still have Easter, baby. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker! What we have here is a failure
0: to communicate. Cody's never say
2: die! I'm getting too old for this shit. This way,
1: perverts! Follow the Pied Piper and
2: his sweet asshole! Silver! <laughs> ah, ah. ah. oh. ah. huh?
0: Say hello to my little friend!
1: I could have been a contender, Rosebud,
0: motherfucker! Oh god! Yeah, yeah. That that. All his one-liners are just great. I I don't know,
1: from everything.
0: He ends up sacrificing himself for the sake of the kids, and uh, they the the guy and the girl um, from the car of the trio end up just like barricading themselves in the car making out being surrounded by all these zombies right and then it gets a little meta where it comes it, we we pan out and we realize that this was a movie right. that a movie audience was watching and all the directors are sitting there um kind of just talking about it and having a good time with it and then they end up walking out of what theater uh it is, is then it is the yeah go ahead
2: yeah. The, the new beverly which is Quinn tarantino yeah off of what is it beverly yeah. Beverly, and, yeah. And Los Angeles. Yeah.
0: beverly yeah correct which we new beverly love the new beverly movies yeah. there love it that stuff. yeah
1: so good job quentin tarantino for keeping that one uh going and up and running man i love that yeah. theater
0: um yeah i so again at the end of it i was not mad at it uh, especially considering the werebear uh segment but Mm-hmm. Um, more like I said, more comedic um, than horror, but it's got a you know, especially in the end, there, a lot of blood, a lot of guts, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the lot like. Of sex. Uh, well, I mean, it's not horror it's like, if it's got yeah.
1: sex in it, right? Yeah, if you can't see a little bit of boobs or you know, ass or some kind of sex, then it's mm-hmm. not a real good horror film. Yeah. Right. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, all good stuff, and then uh, they they roll credits for each of the movies. And then that's where we see the, uh, Hitler, right. um, song, song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which would have been, uh, acceptable in the movie. Had
1: we not had to uh, sit through a uh, teenage wearbear Yeah. true. Yeah. Though. So, yeah. So it was, it was great. This is a good one. This is a good fun one. I, yeah, I recommend it. Good stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's, um, yeah, I feel like this is more of like one of the funner episodes I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that any of them aren't, but this one was just it was more comedy yeah, than absolutely. it was horror. Yeah. So like yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah. yeah I Definitely do well. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: no, no worries. Every time I see something that that's just out of the ordinary, I always send it your way. It's funny, uh, I have a um I have a uh like Target years ago was selling this big collectible box. It's like a fifties drive-in theater like movie oh i remember those yeah we should yeah. bring that out one of these days just to see what's in there just to kind of come across something you funny. still have it i have it somewhere yeah it's in a bin it's dv all d my dvds and it's there i'm
0: trying to think if i have anything at home that will play a dvd oh yeah okay no i have a dvd player no i don't oh my god we've reached that age huh <laughs> <laughs> i think Everybody my xbox one stream? i think my xbox one will do it yeah, yeah xbox That's one it. i
1: can always bring the um yeah no i'm just saying that we don't have to bring anything I yeah got it there yeah so, no, dude, thank you for having us on and, and, and going through this with you. It was yeah, so fun. good times. Yeah.
0: Thanks for putting on our radar. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: All right, everybody. Thank you for sticking around. As always, you can find us wherever podcasts are found. I would say just on Spotify, but I've been told we're in more places than just Spotify. So right go go right find on. it there. And right then um, uh, you can always email the show at uh, – I don't even know our own email. <laughs> Horror at gmail.com um we are are on instagram at mutant city horror and also on threads at mutant city horror and uh i think matt just got us signed up on twitter which is so funny because i feel like i always come in at the end of shit Mm -hmm. so like um we just got on twitter and then instagram puts out threads which is their like instagram like competition like, that's their, their rebuttal. Like Twitter to rebuttal Twitter for Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I think everybody's, like, leaving Twitter and just, like, doing something else. So, wow. I think Threads was like, hey, we'll fill that gap. Yeah. So, it's like, great. We just got a Twitter when uh, I don't think Threads. anybody's on yeah, Twitter yeah. anymore.
1: It's all good. You're moving over to Threads, yeah. you know? You're well, gonna, yeah. You're... And even then, like,
0: I'm trying to figure all that but all out. But
1: all platforms, so. you know? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. you guys can find them anywhere. Yep. Cool. All, all right. right.
0: See you on the next one. Bye. Later.